Merhaba everyone, welcome back to the Turkish Breakfast Club. I'm your host, Miranda Lynn. We try to avoid getting too political around the Kavalta table, but this week we are wading into some controversial territory as we take on the topic of yogurt. For some of you, that may sound like a ridiculous statement, but questions about the best ways to eat yogurt, who makes it best, and where it comes from originally are all hotly debated in Turkey and around the region. But what is indisputable is how central yogurt is to Turkish cuisine. The word yogurt itself comes from the Turkish word yormak, with a soft G, which means to thicken or to curdle. So to help us understand Turkish yogurt culture, we're joined this week by Özlem Warren, a teacher, blogger, and passionate advocate of Turkish cookery, and the author of the award-winning book, Özlem's Turkish Table, Recipes from My Homeland. So without further ado, let's get to it. Merhaba, Özlem. Welcome to the Turkish Breakfast Club. Merhaba, Miranda. Lovely to meet you here and join your podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm so pleased today that you could join us to talk about this very big topic uh, of yogurt, uh, which when it was initially actually a listener request. Um, and when I first got it, I was thinking to myself, like, what can you what is there to talk about yogurt? For me, it's I just think, oh, it's a breakfast granola accompaniment. It's not even its own thing. How much can I say about it? But then I started doing my research and thinking about my time here in Turkey. And it is very clear, to, it became very clear very quickly to me that Turkish people have a different relationship to yogurt than I think a lot of other cultures. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the history of it as well here is, is much deeper than I think I, I realized at all. So I was wondering if you could help me at least in the beginning to sort of set the, set the table for us a little bit here. If you could take us through some of the history of the, and the origins of yogurt in, in Turkey. Sure. Um, as you, I'm sure, might have noticed, yogurt is a big deal for us. It is a main staple, one of the main main pillars of Turkish cuisine. We Turks have been eating yogurt since, I suppose, sixth century BC, back in when we were nomads in Central, A- you know, Central Asia. As much as I love my Greek friends, I think we can take credit for yogurt too. <laughs> I I had so controversial <laughs> world brand, but um, as, as Greek yogurt, but you know, yogurt is a huge part of uh, the cuisine, and um, I'm sure we we'll be going to the details later. But as I said, the Turks were nomads; they lived in Central Asia up until. I, I believe they started moving westward as of say like ninth century onwards. Um, and they were tribesmen. They were nomadic tribes, so they had their goat milk, whatnot, in their um, saddlebag in their, uh, when they were moving from one place to another. And with all that movement and curling, I believe one of the legends says that's how the fermentation started and that magic happened and it was yogurt. Um, and since then, we eat yogurt every single day, but not quite as the Western approach, uh, I mean, I'm sure uh, the, the, the young ones, young Turks, must most probably eat yogurt berries and whatnot with cereal too, which is absolutely fine. But for us, it's more like savory, it's in dips, it's in soups, it's in marination, it's in dessert, you name it. But we don't, we don't associate yogurt with something sweet, um, shall we say, traditionally. 
Yeah, I think that was the biggest adjustment for me is because I always had a sort of the, the berries, the fruit that you mentioned. And the idea of a, a savory yogurt, it, it really didn't make sense to me at the, at the beginning. Um, and I, I sometimes now think of like, you start going off on a list of, you know, the different ways that you can have yogurt. And it kind of, it reminds me of like that scene in Forrest Gump when they're talking about shrimp and like, you know, there's shrimp, this, shrimp, this. And you could, there's like probably a Turkish version where you could talk for days about all the different <laughs> ways that you use it. Absolutely. Well, take an iron drink, isn't it? It's such a unique drink. It is frothy, cold um, yogurt drink with um, yogurt, um, water, ice cubes, really propped up in a machine or something or handheld machines and that's one of our uh, much loved um, street foods in many places and that's what we drink for cooling down you know uh, it is i as i lived in the us for six years and i'm based in the uk and people find it quite hard to come to terms to drink have, uh, have yogurt uh, as a warm refreshing uh, cold refreshing drink but it makes perfect sense you know, uh, well, again, uh, for us Turks. Um, but I also hugely, um, hugely love the the health benefits of yogurt. You know, I'm fascinated and I keep going back and forth again and I bang on about how healthy Turkish cuisine is living in the, you know, abroad, as you might expect. Everyone associates Turkish cuisine with, with kebabs. We don't make kebabs at home. You know, we make mutual vegetables cooked in olive oil, mezes, you know, lovely bureks and savory pies and all that. And yogurt, um, iconic and very healthy, um, gut-friendly drink. It has all that live bacteria that is good for your gut. It's gluten-free, obviously. It's not plant-based. Uh, but um, it has so many incredible health benefits. Uh, again, one of the one of the things that for me is really important to showcase how healthy Turkish cuisine is. Yeah, so can we go through some of maybe, there's an infinite number of, of dishes and ways that you can use it. But for you, you've now done a, a cookbook even uh, um, or recipes um, that feature different kinds of ways to use um, yogurt and different Turkish ingredients. So what are some of your favorite ways that would showcase yogurt? Sure, we need another day and a half, but I will <laughs> summarize in a few words. And if, uh, I wish my kids were here to talk because I, you know, they know that with every meal we have, there is a dollop of yogurt aside. That's a staple of Turkish food. You know, we have pureks, casserole, kerfes, whatever, a dollop of yogurt by the side. We have the jajik, or as my Greek friends call tzatziki, that cucumber and yogurt. It's actually chilled soup like gazpacho because traditionally you would add cold water or ice cubes to it. And the idea is to really to refresh in your palate as you move from uh, between courses. Uh, that's what we used to do in Ottoman times too. Uh, but there's millions of ways of we use yogurt. We use, uh, yesterday I made a yogurt, cold yogurt soup called Ayranashi, for instance. Iran is the yogurt drink. Ash is a very southern Turkish term that we use for meals based, made with bulgur. Um, so Iran Ash is a cold soup, consists of yogurt, um, cracked wheat, or you can use pearl barley, chickpeas, um, mixed with yogurt, as well as um, water, cold water and ice cubes. And then you flavor with dried mint, pulbiber, and and, and ice cubes. 
So that's one way of enjoying yogurt in cold days as a cool, chilled soup that is very popular in Anatolia. You can have the jajit, the zaziki, or you can have other yogurt-based mezzas like haidari with garlic yogurt. You could have smoked aubergine salad with uh, yogurt. We call it patlujanlı yoğurtlama in Antakya, where my roots are from. You could have yogurt um, as 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 a marinade for your meat. Yogurt tenderizes the meat, mixed with um, a bit of olive oil, a bit of garlic, and seasoning. What you do is you you have your pieces of chicken or meat um, uh, combined with yogurt, and then you cover. And I would leave it marinate these few hours or a, a night a night ahead of time. It tenderizes the meat beautifully and adds oodles of flavor. Um, we add yogurt to our pastry so that adds a beautiful, luscious, uh, creamy texture and flavor, and minus the calories, less calories than double cream and all that, and much more health friendly for you. Um, we add yogurt to our desserts, that iconic semolina sponge cake. Ravani is one of the main ingredients, is yogurt along with irmic semolina and eggs and vanilla and orange or lemon zest and all that. So it is such a vast use of um, your, um, you know, uh, palette of uh, different aspects of church cuisine um, from pleasures, everything. Yeah, you've gone through like every single meal, I think, <laughs> listing off different <laughs> yeah, ways yeah. to use it. I'm feeling very hungry now that, now that you've described <laughs> all of those things. Um, but you also list like you're describing that, you know, different regions have different ways of using it. Yeah. Is, yeah, is it a regional thing or does it depend on the kind of yogurt that you're using, if it's goat's milk or cow's milk or like just the local conditions that change how you use it? Another question. Um, I think mostly cow or sheep's milk is used for making yogurt. I remember my mom used to make yogurt at home for us as a child, you know, to make sure there's no chemicals and whatever. Um, and so my roots go back to ancient Antioch, Antakya. So we have sort of like something called tuzluyor. So it is really strange yogurt, almost like labne, but then they preserved adding more, uh, adding salt and whatnot too. So locals would dip their bread into olive oil and to that tuzluyor, salted kind of curd yogurt with cheese, and they would have it for breakfast. Um, other than that, um, I presume it is pretty much um, it, it changes into region as to what to include and incorporate with yogurt. Perhaps uh, in Anatolia, where uh, in the, in the middle Anatolia or south e uh, um, southeast, uh, where the climates could be harsh, where the summers could be quite hot and dry, they would have that ironashe with bulgur and chickpeas incorporated. If you are in Asian region, perhaps you would include samphire to it or some sort of um, herbs that grows there. You know, you might add grilled courgettes uh, to it, um, like sarımsaklı uh, havuç or like um, yogurt with garlicky uh, carrots and um, courgettes. So depending on which region you are, you are in, you would incorporate different grains, different vegetables that would um, sort of showcase that that climate or that time of the year or that sort of um, flora and fauna of that region. Hmm. Do you find that 
I mean, these sound like quite traditional dishes. Do you find that there's a lot of experimentation still going on with the dishes that you can make with yogurt? You know, the Turks tend to be quite traditionalist as when it comes to flavors. But I see now young ones really experiment more. For instance, I run a show, um, um, and a friend of mine said, oh, I added a bit of pickle juice to it and beetroot and whatnot. I said, oh, great. I love beetroot. Um, uh, for instance, when I do my baked beetroot salad with pomegranate molasses, I sort of fold in a little bit of suzume, strained yogurt. So suzume is that um, strained version of that, um, almost like Greek yogurt, I suppose, more thick um, to it. Whereas, um, I mean, our yogurts tend to be quite thick anyway, compared to the yogurt we, we, we get abroad. What they call Greek yogurt here is more or less the traditional staple yogurt we have at home because they have that lovely uh, thick kaima cloth, you know, the cream over the top, isn't it? So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I suppose because I live abroad and uh, and I see um, and I have, you know, other 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 ways of cooking um, like rhubarb is great uh, and big here. So I love having made of rhubarb with my yogurt too. Um, so it really is versatile. You can absolutely uh, play with it and experiment. We're giving a special shout out this week to the friend of the pod, Betu, who's the one who put in this request for this episode. If you have any suggestions for future podcasts, you can reach out to us through Facebook or Instagram at The Turkish Breakfast Club. Please also subscribe and leave us a review. We love getting the feedback. Now, back to Özlem. What is the state of uh, UK yogurt compared to Turkish yogurt? You know, um, it, they came a long way. I mean, I, I moved to UK in 2002 and then lived, briefly lived here and then moved to US and lived there for six years. Um absolutely came a long way and uh but again you know turkish yogurt started more and more appearing which is lovely i have a there's a brand called punar that i really love uh, and they now they have lavna range i think coming here yogurt bayas painter compared to 10 15 years ago we have the accessibility of all these ingredients which is really really massive for a for a cook because then you can really we can really showcase what Turkish cuisine is all about and tell people uh, about it. Uh, I remember one of your questions about Turkish yogurt reaching out uh, abroad. Um, yeah, you have an absolutely the right point. There's a long way to go, but they're definitely making their forward. In the US, you might have heard the brand Chobani. That's Turkish. That's from the Turkish entrepreneur. I forgot his name. I think Hamdi Ulukaya he is. Um, so massive success, you know, he's big, really big in the U- U- uh, U.S. And in, in, in the U.K., there's Punar, uh, which is really, really lovely brand. They all, they're also, you know, all around, I see, because I teach cookery classes in, in Middle East, in, uh, in Amman, Jordan, too, so I can see UAE and, uh, I mean, they love Turkish food anyway, you know, uh, and Jordan, they have, they have big time Turkish yogurt and cheese there. Sure. And when you do... You know, bring in the the Turkish yogurt for your English friends or other friends that you um, invite over who are maybe trying Turkish food, authentic Turkish food for the first time. Do you get any surprise reactions of you know, oh, this isn't what I was expecting, or I've never tasted yogurt done this way before? Yeah, they are 
pleasantly surprised because the thickness, you know, the flavor, and you know, and also, you know, I'm 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 big on unprocessed food, you know, because at the end of the day, Turkish food is really healthy, and you know, we use fresh produce. We um, we use it's a sustainable kitchen. We um, you know we dry and we pickle and all that. So yogurt is another way. It's fat friendly, really healthy. They are very pleasantly surprised. Labneh, of course, again you know made from this trained yogurt, uh, really lovely flavor wise compared to processed you know soft cheeses and also um, very healthy for you. So it's really nice to showcase on that too um, and it's you know also um you you really add flavor to your dishes like mezzas um and dips naturally isn't it rather than using mayonnaise or um processed stuff um yogurt really hits the spot it delivers in flavor and also it is good for you so it's really uh, it's really nice to be able to showcase that yeah, one of the things I like to do when friends come to visit me here in Turkey, I take them on a little street food tour and you make them try all the standard things. And one of those stops is usually Iran. And it, I quite liked it. I see, like, like you mentioned, you know, it's a very refreshing flavor when I have it. But it's a big surprise for this like salty drink, like, you know, watery yogurt. Like a lot, it's, mm, I think the majority like it, but there's a, a good number who are just like, I I can't handle this. What is this? <laughs> and I get it. You know, I get it because when I when we lived in the US, there's always a buttermilk and yogurt. So it's like it's buttermilk with water and whatnot. And it is an adjustment because if you spend all your life uh, combining yogurt with fruit or dessert and sweets, and you if you're not very adventurous in terms of your eating, I, I get it. I understand it. But um um, in my case, they at least politely try a little. But you know, I mean, even my children are not huge on iron. They would eat yogurt, uh, but they are not massive on iron. And I understand if there is one way or not another, they have a chance to to try it and exper- experiment. It. They love in burek. They love in a side of casserole. They love in a, as a as a meze. So um, yeah, it's a very personal choice. Iran is though. I I I'm, <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> now you did mention uh Chobani this brand that is was started by a, a Turkish man um but he still advertises it as Greek yogurt um and this is a fight I've gotten into with many people in Turkey when they say Greek yogurt is not a thing it is Suzme yogurt it is like we have it here it is just like a matter of PR from the Greek side there's they're taking you know something that we all share and they've made it theirs and I, on the one hand, agree um, and understand that because I do, I do some, see similarities. But on the other hand, I wonder if, you know, Turkey, as we've established, has a long history, long culture with yogurt. And somehow very few people outside of Turkey think of Turkey as a, as a yogurt country or yogurt culture. So what has Turkey done wrong? What can it do to sort of help let people know Absolutely. Turkish yogurt is a, is a thing. Yeah, well, people like you are helping it, obviously, with your podcast. People like me, you know, banging on about yogurt and how the, the very many ways of using yogurt, not just a drink, not just meze, not just a jajik or zaziki. It's uh, mul- multiple ways of using it. And, and I understand in a way how Chobani tackles it because, you know, he's... 
he's trying to build his brand and all that. But I'm really hoping at some point he would really talk about its origins and all that. It's 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 big people like him, you know, for him to really say, look, that's the origin. That's how we started enjoying yogurt and uh, and and carry on. I mean, we did a lovely Turkish cuisine week. Uh, in um, and May with the Turkish embassy where I presented Turkish cuisine for ambassadors and press and whatnot. I talked about yogurt again. You know, any opportunity to talk about, share on social media, make dishes out of it, you know, uh, I think we all can help with that. It's um, social media is a massive thing at the moment. Um, so in any in influences, any, you know, um, like Turkish Airlines does all these incredible campaigns with, stars and from from sports stars to film stars maybe they should have a piece of yogurt in their hand um and you know uh, talk about uh, the enjoyment of it i mean turkish um turkish government is actually quite active now on you know, i see go turkey posts a lot about the healthy turkish cuisine the, the zeytinyalas the the, the casseroles and seasonality and all that. Uh, but I think it is a matter of all of us really uh, doing something about it and embracing it and talking about history, talking about heritage, talking about different ways to enjoy and also massively underlying the health benefits. Everyone's talking about gut health. And yogurt is really the thing to go for if you want to have good bacteria in your system. and build your immune system it's fantastic isn't it so i think we all have a thing or two to boost yogurt's repetition um yeah i mean you've worked with the government or done some sort of some official work to to promote different turkish foods have you noticed that there has been like a a more concerted effort to boost up like the international reputation of of turkish food absolutely yeah i mean go turkey that's why the Turkish government decided, and you know, mid-May onwards is the Turkish cuisine week all around the world. Turkish cuisine has been set. So if you if you follow hashtag Turkish cuisine week on Instagram, you'll see all embassies all around the world. The Turkish embassies did something about Turkish. So that's a really important step, you know. I mean, I talk about it every single day on my Instagram account as I'm search table at my book, as you kindly mentioned. So um, and I know that there is now more and more Turks live abroad, um, second generation, third generation coming up. And food has this incredible um, potential to connect people. Um, it's a part of your heritage. It's a part of your belonging. You may not be able to go back home, but a piece of meze you made or a bit of dolma or whatever, burek, you're, you're instantly connected, aren't you? That's that's home for you. So food has that special connection. I think we should really pay attention on that. The stories are very important. Um, is there any like particular memory you have of like maybe when you were, you know, growing up or when you're in Turkey that you know yogurt conjures up for you? As you were talking about that now, just like wondering like, is there something that you is kind of like your touchstone? Yeah, you know. Um, so my most of my childhood holidays were spent in Antakya, ancient Antioch in southern Turkey. My grandma had this beautiful 450-year-old stone home uh, 
is a you know historical heritage and with pomegranate trees, you know, very trees in the garden. There was a little fountain in the middle where she would pull the watermelon. We children would swim in there with that watermelon to cool down. And she would make this lovely iron drink that we would sip and drink. And how healthy was that? We were not drinking soft drinks or soda or fizzy drinks. We were eating watermelon, we were drinking iron drinks, and there was a lovely Still, it's a historic market called Uzunçarşı in Antakya, long market. So our job as children were to get the daily bread, cheese, yogurt from the uh, local, you know, our um, our çarşı. So we would toddle off to Antakya's Uzunçarşı, and you would get so you you wouldn't get yogurt for a one kilo. You would get yogurt of five to whatever big kilos. So I would see the you know older man having that great big rope on their shoulder to balance two big copper pots of yogurt to to carry on and so we see that great big amja carrying the yogurt daily freshly made yogurt so we would go and say yes the yogurt arrived let's go and get our yogurt from the yorchu yorchu shop you know it's because it's, they, they take such pride making it homemade and it's such an incredible uh, spirit of community, you know, everyone knows one another. You know that you'll get your yogurt from Kamil Amja. You have your Beyaz payment from Ahmed Usta. You know, you have your Yufka from Zia Amja. And, you know, there's that talk and buzz of food and getting each other and giving, said, oh, I made this burek today. So here is a bit of that burek for you. In return, you get some yogurt from someone else. Someone might uh, grow patlajan, aubergines, pomegranates, and there's always excess produce. So they would give everyone, you know, there's all that generosity of spirit and just genuinely um, enjoying good, simple food, you know. And um, I think sometimes we complicate things too much, adding too many sauces, too many, you know, Sometimes I look at the rest, I'm like, oh my God, there's 20 ingredients in that. You know, by the time, and it just, you know, we all live busy lives. We need simple, uh, few good recipes that speak for themselves, good few methods. And I think that's, that's, that's why I like yogurt. It is so beautiful, simple, creamy. You can fold into garlicky carrots. You can add to beetroot to it. You have it. You can marinate your meat with it you can add dice some cucumbers and make jajak out of it um it's just beautiful and simple and it's good for you it makes you feel good isn't it so um that's why i'm really passionate about yogurt it's um it's one of those staples of the cuisine that i think you need to really protect and um and showcase the world more and more Thanks again to Aslam for sharing all her delicious recipes and memories with us. You can read more from her on her blog, Aslamsturkishtable.com, or her Instagram by the same name. And you can find us at The Turkish Breakfast Club. A reminder that we'll be dropping another episode in two weeks' time. Until then, Gershruz! Gershruz!